this is Sherry Turner. I'm here to encourage, educate, and help elevate you to a place in your life where you live in inner peace, with balance, joy, and health. Last week, we discussed an incorporated movement or exercise into our busy life. I hope you incorporated the goals of time or steps that we discussed last week, or maybe made your own goals. Some progress made every day is a win for you. Your daily exercise not only helps the body physically, but also the brain. No matter your age, you can be active, maybe a little bit slower, but walk on. Now I want to get to the topic today of assessment. What is assessment? Well, it's just taking a long, honest look at ourselves. When we want to take a road trip and we know exactly where we want to end up, it helps to know where we are right now. If we do not have a clear address or spot where we are right now, the GPS will not be able to get us there. This is also true in your refinement process. So let's jump in and talk about the despised topic of your body weight. I am not here to make you anxious or shame you, but you have to have a good idea of where you're starting from, remember? Let's look reality in the face and smile, for I know it's only going to get better from here. The first assessment tool that I'm going to discuss is figuring your ideal body weight. Calculating your ideal body weight is helpful if you're trying to lose or maybe gain some weight. We're going to discuss a simple equation to figure out that ideal body weight. But there's other considerations to keep in mind, such as body fat and where you carry it that makes a difference in your risk for heart disease and other health problems. You can check with your doctor or your registered dietitian to advise you on the best weight for your health. So let's calculate ideal body weight. Your IBW, which is your ideal body weight, depends on both your sex and your height. For men, ideal body weight is calculated by using 106 pounds for the first five feet of height and adding six additional pounds for each inch. So let's calculate the ideal body weight of a male that is six foot tall. For the first five feet, there's 106 pounds. Now, since he is 12 inches over that, 12 times six pounds equals 72. So we're gonna take the 106 pounds plus the 72 pounds, that equals 178 pounds, which would be the ideal body weight for that six foot male. I would also add or subtract about 10%, depending on frame size. For women, the ideal body weight calculation starts with 100 pounds for the first five feet of height, then five pounds for each additional inch. I know it's not fair, but this is what they say. If you're under five feet tall, subtract two pounds for each inch under five feet. So the equation, we have a female that is five foot four inches tall. We would take 100 pounds for the first five feet. And since she's four inches over that, we're going to take four times the five pounds. That equals 20. So 100 plus the 20, 
her ideal weight would be 120 pounds, plus or minus 10%. These equations that calculate the ideal body weight are for someone with a medium frame. So how do we know what size frame we are? Here's a quick way to figure it out. Place your thumb and middle finger around your wrist, right where you wear a watch. If your fingers overlap, you have a small frame. If they touch, your frame is medium. And if they don't meet, you have a large frame. For the small frame, subtract 10%. For the large frame, we can add 10% to the ideal body weight. Okay, let's move on to another assessment tool, which is body mass index, or it's called BMI if you've heard it in the news. They use this to estimate weight status in relation to potential disease risk. A high BMI can indicate high body fatness, and a low BMI can indicate too low of a body fatness. You can plug in your height and weight into an online BMI calculator, which I will attach to my website under the podcast, or you can use this simple equation. Use your weight in pounds and your height in inches. Your BMI equals your weight in pounds times 703 divided by your height in inches times your height in inches. Your calculations will give you your BMI number. There are four ranges on the BMI index chart. If your BMI number is less than 18.5, it falls within the underweight range. If your BMI number is 18.5 to 24.9, it falls within the normal or healthy weight range. If your BMI is 25 to 29.9, it falls within the overweight range. And if your BMI number is 30 or higher, it falls within the obese range. Now, this BMI is used as a screening tool. It's an assessment of where you are right now. It's not diagnostic of the body fatness or your health. Okay, the last assessment is checking your waist size. Now, neither the ideal body weight calculation nor the BMI take weight distribution into account. Let us assess our belly fat or our visceral fat. It's the type of fat that surrounds our organs and pushes our belly outward. Excessive abdominal fat can put us at greater risk for developing type 2 diabetes, high blood pressure, and coronary artery disease. Let's talk about correctly measuring your waist circumference. Number one, let's stand and place a tape measure around your middle just above your hip bones. Make sure the tape is horizontal around the waist and snug, uh, but not pushing into your skin. And measure your waist just after you breathe out. For a woman, your waist circumference shouldn't be more than 35 inches And if you're a man, try keeping your waist below 40 inches. All three of these tools, ideal body weight, BMI, and waist assessment are just tools that we can get a little bit better picture of our overall health. Use the information you learned not to discourage you, but to encourage and empower you 
for the next step. You've started your exercise or your move, which helps to burn calories, decrease your appetite, tones and firms your muscles, and helps you have a restful sleep. As you exercise, it's an easy way to see success and to feel better right away. As you continue in your move plan, let's incorporate some good eating habits. Number one, let's eat breakfast. I know, I know a lot of you say, I'm just not a breakfast eater. Just hear me out. Your body is a machine and just like a car, it needs fuel. When your fuel light goes on in your car, you stop and put gas in. Bodies need fuel to be focused and active throughout the day. So let's fuel it every morning. You don't need a buffet style breakfast every morning. You just need fuel. Have a fresh piece of fruit or a smoothie or a whole grain piece of toast to start your day. In a future podcast, we'll talk more about breakfast. The second area is monitoring your caffeine intake. Too much caffeine can interfere with your sleep. You could uh, become jittery or lose a lot of your energy later in the day. This is one area of weakness for me because I love my coffee. Just like your exercise, you may want to keep a record of all the caffeinated drinks you drink in one 24-hour period. If you are wanting to lose a little weight or maintain your weight, just be aware because there are a lot of hidden sugars and calories in these caffeinated drinks. Third is maybe bring your lunch to work. If you have prepared something to eat, the chances of you running out to grab a quick bite decreases dramatically. Bringing a small lunch from home is a win-win both financially and physically. Four, let's eat more fruits and vegetables. This is a basic fact that we learned even in kindergarten. Fruits and vegetables contain many of the essential vitamins and minerals that our bodies cannot produce on their own. They also contain fiber, which is important to keep you full and to keep your digestive system healthy. They add color, flavor, and texture to your meals. Number five, eat more meals at home. In this busy world, it is easy to stop and grab a meal once or twice a day. These meals we purchase are usually large portion sizes, high in calories, and high in saturated fat. As we look to make healthy changes, try cutting eating out to half. Number six, eat your meals at a table. Turn off your devices and your TV. Let's get reacquainted with our family. And number seven, portion control. Simply cut down what goes into your mouth. So let's review. We have a good understanding of where we stand with our weight, our frame size, and our waist. We reviewed seven areas that we can incorporate right now, like eating breakfast, cutting back on our caffeine, bringing lunch to work, incorporating more fruits and vegetables into our meals, cooking dinner at home, eating at the table without so many devices for distraction, and cutting down on our portions. As you add these seven areas, plus continue in your move goals, you begin to build that belief. As you have been keeping a move journal, 
or assessment, you may want to also keep an account of everything that you put in your mouth. It helps when you're accountable to yourself. On your food diary, log what and how much you eat after each meal or snack. This helps you to analyze the changes that need to be made. Eat less and move more. This week, our move goals are 15 minutes a day for five days this week or 4,000 steps a day. Do something positive each day to make yourself better. Assess and move toward a better you. In this crazy and busy world, I just want you to know I believe in you.